0: INTRODUCTORY NOTES OF FROM SUNRISE LAND THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG RECORDING BY EXPATRIATE IN BANGOR, Maine. FROM SUNRISE LAND LETTERS FROM JAPAN BY AMY CARMICHAEL INTRODUCTORY NOTE NOTE BY AUTHOR dear helpers together by prayer some of you have asked for this book some of you have prayed it into being please pray more than ever now with the exception of the life of faith notes these little letters were written just for home remembering this your kindness will excuse mistakes and informalities and the same plea applies to the little sketches scattered throughout which with the exception of a few drawn from curios by friends were also and only just for home others could tell you far more and far more worthily of the showing forth of his hand in their part of the great mission trust will they believe that this thought presses and that the more conscious of it we are the more grateful we shall be for their prayer please pray please ask that the master may stoop to use a thing so simple and so small to lift even one into the love wherewith he loves For sympathy and help from many a hidden one, many a time, for lessons learned from and with our leader, Reverend Barclay Buxton, and his band in far Japan, for the love many waters cannot quench, binding us close, Japanese and English brothers and sisters together, I thank him now. Yours in the service, Amy Wilson Carmichael. Introductory Note Charles A. Fox I have been earnestly requested to say a few introductory words on the great cause of missions. But first I must say a word on the book itself. It is always interesting to get the first impressions of a young and ardent mind on breaking virgin ground, or failing that to get the first impressions of old lands on a virgin soul. But how vastly more interesting and important is it to get the first impressions of such a soul not only on launching forth into new worlds but on touching for the first time the keys of supernatural powers in a strange land just such an opportunity is presented to the reader in the following living record of a young lady missionary's maiden experiences abroad my friend amy wilson carmichael went out to japan under the auspices of the keswick convention to join the missionary party in charge of that beloved servant of god the rev barclay buxton recently established there in connection with the c m s these simple and unstudied utterances of everyday life in the mission field seem to me to be full of a spontaneous fire and fragrance quite their own the vivid touches of external nature scattered everywhere do but accentuate and make visible the novel environment and native setting of the all-important soul scenery indeed these pages throughout are marked by a holy vivacity and a happy glow and sparkle of color there is as we all know a modesty of outspokenness as well as a modesty of reserve if only the glory of god be manifestly the absorbing motive and the absence of self be felt none but faith's fresh and eager voice of unwavering devotion lifted under the hoary battlements of heathenism can hope to make any impression on its walls or arrest the dead ear of countless generations of unbelief the church of christ in these last days like all the great business houses around us has need to close her doors periodically that she may take stock of her inexhaustible divine resources and her boundless opportunities then with these full in view she has need to rehearse afresh in her own hearing the great primal principles by which alone she can hope to advance the stupendous interests entrusted to her charge these great principles the articles indeed of her apostolic constitution are more than ever needed to-day as the unfailing safeguard and inspiration of all her undertakings never before did the church so convincingly perceive that none but fully redeemed and consecrated souls can effectually do consecrated service and yet that one such soul may set on fire a whole dead community and thereby add unconsciously a new chapter to the acts of the apostles never before did the church so keenly feel that on the spiritual equipment and fitness of her chosen representatives everything depends and that the three most essential qualifications beyond all others perhaps for spiritual workers whether at home or abroad are still as ever holy deadness holy daring and holy drudgery and first of these pre-eminently stands out holy deadness as essential alike for life and service it is this that st paul emphasizes again and again always bearing about in the body the dying or the deadness to sin and self of the lord jesus that the life also of jesus might be made manifest in our mortal bodies in our immortal and life-giving service or ministry except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die it abideth alone Holy daring comes next, which is the inseparable companion of all sober, God-rooted faith when energized by the Holy Ghost. Isaiah complained that there is none that stirreth up himself to take hold of God. And David warned Israel of old, Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God? Let us therefore with Luther crucify the question how and crown the vow. Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst. Holy drudgery occupies the third place. Without it, holy daring, however consecrated, must inevitably fail. For together with the magnificence of an unhesitating faith, such as is implied in the command, launch out into the deep. There must ever be associated the lowly quality of holy drudgery, that indispensable habit of dogged industry and devotion to practical detail launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught unheard at midnight faith embarks her all upon some ancient promise of the word blind sense discarding thank god to-day the rapidly rising tidal wave of pentecostal grace is forcing its way far inland and flooding with new life the old familiar channels and estuaries of our organizations so as to tempt the hesitating church to deliberately let herself go and in the naked grandeur of primitive faith to trust herself implicitly to her lord definite and personal acts of faith must accompany and corroborate the great facts of faith such decisive and personal acts of faith shall cast a new and resplendent light upon the grand old gospel truths which however venerable with age they may seem to some shall break out afresh into swift and living response at the first real touch of desperate yet expectant child faith burning examples of this in the mission field were never more conspicuous than today. why should it be thought a thing incredible with you that god should raise the dead in closing let me give five or six special reasons why the church of today is obviously marked out for aggressive missionary enterprise one there has been vouchsafed to the church in these last times an exceptionally clear and simple presentation of gospel truth as to immediate and personal salvation two the widespread and deepening sense of the commanding claims of the risen christ upon his church has forced upon us the necessity of a fuller apprehension and appropriation of the blessed peace and power of his indwelling presence. Go ye, I am with you alway. 3. The Church has of late become keenly alive to the fact that the best method of enforcing the claims of the heathen is to bring home first to the conscience of her members the magnitude of their supernatural resources in Christ Jesus and his consequent claims upon their gratitude in short that we must take before we give and trust him with everything before we can trust him for everything four the church begins to realize the intimate and inseparable connection between her own individual consecration and the evangelization of the world five there has taken place within the church a marvellous awakening to the greatness of the person and office of the holy ghost and consequently to the absolute necessity of her being baptized with the fulness of the spirit for successful life service six the growing signs everywhere of the speedy return of the master have so stirred the affections of the bride with holy expectation that she is increasingly eager to make herself ready we know that at christ's first coming the cry went forth this is the heir come let us kill him and the inheritance shall be ours but now a very different cry is resounding on all sides this is the heir come let us crown him and the inheritance shall be his let each one of us therefore prepare in haste to crown him with a priceless diadem of precious souls which we have personally wrestled for and won Yea spirit one under the solemn light of calvary's cross behold i come quickly go ye out therefore quickly charles a fox end of introductory notes recording by expatriate in bangor maine